Sahih al-Bukhari. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Bukhari. The English translation is by Dr. Muhammad Mursin Khan. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih al-Bukhari, the book of the obligations of Khumus. One-fifth, a war booty given in Allah's cause, etc. Chapter on the Obligations of Khumus Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, I got a she-camel in my share of the war booty on the day of the Battle of Badr, and the Prophet peace be upon him had given me a she-camel from the Khumus. When I intended to marry Fatima, the daughter of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, I had an appointment with a goldsmith from the tribe of Bani Qaynuqa to go with me to bring idhkhir, a grass of pleasant smell, and sell it to the goldsmiths and spend its price on my wedding banquet. I was collecting for my she-camels, equipment of saddles, sacks, and ropes while my two she-camels were kneeling down beside the room of an Ansari man. I returned after collecting whatever I collected to see the humps of my two she-camels cut off and their flanks cut open, and some portion of their livers was taken out. When I saw that state of my two she-camels, I could not hold back my tears. I asked, Who has done this? The people replied, Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib, who is staying with some Ansari drunks in this house. I went away till I reached the Prophet, peace be upon him, and Zayd bin Haditha was with him. The Prophet peace be upon him noticed on my face the effect of what I had suffered. So the Prophet peace be upon him asked, What is wrong with you? I replied, O Allah's Messenger, I have never seen such a day as today. Hamza attacked my two she-camels, cut off their humps, and ripped off their flanks, and he is sitting there in a house in the company of some drunks. The Prophet peace be upon him then asked for his covering sheet, put it on, and set out walking followed by me and Zayd bin Haritha till he came to the house where Hamza was staying. He asked permission to enter, and they allowed him, and they were drunk. Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, started rebuking Hamza for what he had done. But Hamza was drunk and his eyes were red. Hamza looked at Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and then he raised his eyes, looking at his knees. Then he raised up his eyes, looking at his umbilicus. And again, he raised up his eyes, looking at his face. Hamza then said, Aren't you but the slaves of my father? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, realized that he was drunk. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, retreated, and we went out with him. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, mother of the believers, after the death of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Fatima, peace be upon her, the daughter of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, asked Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, to give her her share of inheritance from what Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had left of the fa'a, that is, booty gained without fighting. Qur'an, chapter 59, verse 6, which Allah had given him. Abu Bakr said to her, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Our property will not be inherited. Whatever we, that is prophets, leave in sadaqah to be used for charity. Fatima the daughter of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got angry and stopped speaking to Abu Bakr and continued assuming that attitude till she died. Fatima remained alive for six months after the death of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. She used to ask Abu Bakr for her share from the property of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, 
which he left at Khaybar, and Fadak, and his property at Al-Madinah, devoted for charity. Abu Bakr refused to give her that property and said, I will not leave anything Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to do, because I am afraid that if I left something from all that which the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to order, then I would go astray. Later on, Umar gave the Prophet's property of Sadaqah at Al-Madinah to Ali and Abbas, but he withheld the properties of Khaybar and Fadak in his custody and said, These two properties are the Sadaqah which Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to use for his expenditures and urgent needs. Now, their management is to be entrusted to the ruler. As Zuhri said, They have been managed in this way till today. Narrated Malik bin Aus While I was at home, the sun rose high and it got hot. Suddenly, the messenger of Umar ibn al-Khattab came to me and said, The chief of the believers has sent for you. So I went along with him till I entered the place where Umar was sitting on a bedstead made of date palm leaves and covered with no mattress and he was leaning over a leather pillow. I greeted him and sat down. He said, O Malik, some persons of your people who have families came to me and I have ordered that a gift should be given to them. So take it and distribute it among them. I said, O chief of the believers, I wish that you order someone else to do it. He said, O man, take it. While I was sitting there with him, his doorman Yarfa came saying, Uthman, Abdurrahman bin Auf, Az-Zubair, and Sa'ad bin Abi Waqas are asking your permission to see you. May I admit them? Umar said, Yes. So they were admitted, and they came in and greeted him, and sat down. After a while, Yarfa came again and said, May I admit Ali and Abbas? Umar said, Yes. So they were admitted, and they came in and greeted him, and sat down. Then Abbas said, O chief of the believers, judge between me and this, that is Ali. They had a dispute regarding the property of Bani al-Nadir, which Allah had given to his messenger, peace be upon him, as Fa, booty. The group, that is Uthman and his companions, said, O chief of the believers, judge between them and relieve both of them from each other. Umar said, Be patient. I beseech you by Allah, by whose permission the heaven and the earth exist. Do you know that Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, said, Our, that is, Prophet's property will not be inherited. And whatever we leave is sadaqah, to be used for charity. And Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, meant himself by saying we. The group said, he said so. Umar then turned to Ali and Abbas and said, I beseech you by Allah, do you know that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said so? They replied, he said so. Umar then said, so I will talk to you about this matter. Allah bestowed on his messenger, peace be upon him, with a special favor of something of this fa, which he gave to nobody else. Umar then recited the holy verse, And what Allah gave as booty, fa, to his messenger, peace be upon him, Muhammad, peace be upon him, from them, up to, and Allah is able to do all things. Quran, chapter 59, verse 6. Umar added, so this property was specially given to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. But, by Allah, neither did he take possession of it and leave you, nor did he favor himself with it to your exclusion. But he gave it to all of you and distributed it amongst you till this property remained out of it.
Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to meet the yearly expenses of his family out of this property and used to keep the rest of its revenue to be spent in Allah's cause. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, kept on doing this during all his lifetime. I ask you, by Allah, do you know this? They replied in the affirmative. Umar then said to Ali and Abbas, I ask you by Allah, do you know this? Umar added, when Allah took his prophet peace be upon him unto him, Abu Bakr said, I am the successor of Allah's messenger peace be upon him. So Abu Bakr took over that property and managed it in the same way as Allah's messenger peace be upon him used to do. And Allah knows that he was true, pious, and rightly guided, and he was a follower of what was right. Then Allah took Abu Bakr unto him, and I became Abu Bakr's successor. And I kept that property in my possession for the first two years of my caliphate, managing it in the same way as Allah's messenger peace be upon him used to do, and as Abu Bakr used to do. And Allah knows that I have been true, pious, rightly guided, and a follower of what is right. Now you both, that is, Ali and Abbas, came to talk to me, bearing the same claim and presenting the same case. You, Abbas, came to me asking for your share from your nephew's property. And this man, that is Ali, came to me asking for his wife's share from her father's property. I told you both that Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, Our Prophet's properties are not to be inherited, but what we leave is sadaqah, to be used for charity. When I thought it right that I should hand over this property to you, I said to you, I am ready to hand over this property to you, if you wish, on the condition that you would take Allah's pledge and convention that you would manage it in the same way as Allah's Messenger peace be upon him used to do and as Abu Bakr used to do and as I have done since I was in charge of it. So both of you said to me, hand it over to us and on that condition I handed it over to you. So I ask you by Allah, did I hand it over to them on this condition? The group said, yes. Then Umar faced Ali and Abbas, saying, I ask you by Allah, did I hand it over to you on this condition? They said, Yes. He said, Do you want now to give a different decision? By Allah, with whose leave both the heaven and the earth exist, I will never give any decision other than that I have already given. And if you are unable to manage it, then return it to me, and I will do the job on your behalf. Chapter on the Payment of Khumus is a Part of Religion Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the delegates of the tribe of Abdul Qais came and said, O Allah's Messenger, we are from the tribe of Rabi'ah, and there is the infidels of the tribe of Mudar intervening between you and us, so we cannot come to you except in the sacred months. So please order us some instructions that we may apply it to ourselves and also invite our people whom we left behind us to observe as well. The Prophet peace be upon him said, I order you to do four things and forbid you from four. I order you to believe in Allah to testify that La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah. The Prophet peace be upon him pointed with his hand. To offer salah, prayer, iqamah salah, to pay zakat, to observe salam, fast, the month of Ramadan, and to pay the khumus, that is, one-fifth of the war booty, to be given in Allah's cause. 
And I forbid you Al-Dubba, Al-Naqeer, Al-Hantam, and Al-Muzaffad. These are utensils used for preparing alcoholic drinks. See Volume 1, Hadith number 53. Footnote. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said that he was going to order them to observe four things, yet he mentioned five when giving details. This is because the first matter of belief in Allah was not a new order, for they had already believed in Allah. Chapter on the Expenditure of the Wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, after his death. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, my heirs should not take even a single dinar, that is, anything from my property, and whatever I leave, excluding the expenditure of my wives and my laborers, will be sadaqah, that is, be used for charity. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, died, and there was nothing in my house that a living being could eat, except some barley lying on a shelf. So I ate of it for a long period and measured it, and after a short period it was consumed. Narrated Amr bin al-Harith The Prophet, peace be upon him, did not leave anything after his death except his arms, a white mule, and a piece of land which he had given as sadaqah. Chapter on what has been said regarding the houses of the wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and that which were named after them of the houses. For example, Aisha's house, and the statement of Allah, and stay in your houses, O wives of the Prophet. Quran, chapter 33, verse 33. And also, enter not the Prophet's houses unless permission is given to you. Quran, chapter 33, verse 53. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. When the sickness of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got aggravated, he asked the permission of his wives that he should be treated in my house, and they permitted him. Narrated Ibn Abi Mulaika, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, died in my house on the day of my turn while he was leaning on my chest closer to my neck, and Allah made my saliva mix with his saliva. Aisha added, Abdul Rahman came with a siwak, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, was too weak to use it. So I took it, chewed it, and then gave it to him, and he cleaned his teeth with it. Footnote. This is what she meant by Allah made my saliva mix with his saliva. Narrated Safiya, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, that she came to visit Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, while he was in Irtikaf, that is, seclusion, in the mosque during the last ten days of Ramadan. When she got up to return, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got up with her and accompanied her. And when he reached near the gate of the mosque, close to the door of the house of Umm Salama, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, two Ansari men passed by them and greeted Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and then went away. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, addressed them, saying, Don't hurry, she is my wife. They said, Glorified be Allah, O Allah's Messenger, you are far away from any suspicion. And his saying was hard on them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Satan circulates in a human being as blood does in his body. I was afraid that Satan might put some evil thoughts in your hearts. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, 
Once I went upstairs in Hafsa's house and saw the Prophet peace be upon him answering the call of nature with his back towards the Qibla and facing Sham. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, that Allah's Messenger peace be upon him used to offer the Asr prayer while the sun was still shining in her Hujrah, that is, her dwelling place. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him stood up and delivered a khutbah, religious talk, and pointing to Aisha's house, that is, eastwards, he said thrice, Al-Fitna, trial or affliction, will appear from there, from where comes out the side of the satin's head, that is, from the east. Narrated Amr bin the Abdurrahman, Aisha, the wife of the Prophet peace be upon him, told her that once Allah's Messenger peace be upon him was with her, and she heard somebody asking permission to enter Hafsa's house. She said, O Allah's Messenger, this man is asking permission to enter your house. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, replied, I think he is so and so, meaning the foster uncle of Hafsa. What is rendered illegal because of blood relations is also rendered illegal because of the corresponding foster suckling relations. Chapter on what has been said regarding the armor of the Prophet, peace be upon him, his staff, sword, cup, and ring and what the caliphs after him used of these things which had not been distributed, and also what is said about his hair, shoes, and utensils, which were considered as blessed things by his companions and others after his death. Narrated Anas that when Abu Bakr became the caliph, he sent him to Bahrain and wrote this letter for him and stamped it with the ring of the Prophet peace be upon him. Three lines were engraved on the ring. The word Muhammad was in a line. Messenger was in another line, and Allah in a third line. Narrated Isa bin Tahman, Anas brought out to us two worn-out leather shoes without hair and with pieces of leather straps. Later on, Thabit al-Bunani told me that Anas said that they were the shoes of the Prophet peace be upon him. Narrated Abu Burda, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, brought out to us a patched woolen garment, and she said, it chanced that the soul of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was taken away while he was wearing this. Abu Burda added, Aisha brought out to us a thick waist sheet like the ones made by the Yemenites, and also a garment of the type called Al-Mulabbada. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, when the cup of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got broken, he fixed it with a silver wire at the crack. The sub-narrator, Asim, said, I saw the cup and drank water in it. Narrated Ali bin al-Husayn that when they reached al-Madinah after returning from Yazid bin Muawiyah after the martyrdom of Husayn bin Ali, may Allah have blessings on him, al-Miswar bin Makhrama met him and said to him, Do you have any need you may order me to satisfy? Ali said, No. Al-Miswar said, Will you give me the sword of Allah's messenger peace be upon him, for I am afraid that people will take it from you by force. By Allah, if you give it to me, they will never be able to take it till I die. When Ali bin Abi Talib demanded the hand of the daughter of Abu Jahl to be his wife, besides Fatima, peace be upon her, I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, on his pulpit, delivering a khutbah, religious talk, in this connection before the people, and I had then attained my age of puberty. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Fatima is from me and I am afraid she may be put to trials in her religion because of jealousy. 
The Prophet, peace be upon him, then mentioned one of his son-in-law, who was from the tribe of Abdishams, and he praised him as a good son-in-law, saying, Whatever he said was the truth, and he promised me and fulfilled his promise. I do not make a legal thing illegal, nor do I make an illegal thing legal, but by Allah, the daughter of Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and the daughter of the enemy of Allah, that is Abu Jahl, can never get together as the wives of the one man. See Volume 5, Hadith number 3729. Narrated Ibn al-Hanafiyyah, If Ali had spoken anything bad about Uthman, may Allah be pleased with him, then he would have mentioned the day when some persons came to him and complained about the zakat officials of Uthman. Ali then said to me, Go to Uthman and say to him, this document contains the regulations of spending the sadaqah of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him. So order your zakat officials to act accordingly. I took the document to Uthman. Uthman said, Take it away, for we are not in need of it. I returned to Ali with it and informed him of that. He said, Put it whence you took it. Narrated Muhammad bin Suqa. I heard Munzir al-Tawthi reporting Ibn Hanafiyyah, who said, My father sent me saying, Take this letter to Uthman, for it contains the orders of the Prophet peace be upon him concerning the Sadaqah. Chapter on the evidence that confirms that the Khumus, that is, one-fifth of the war booty, is meant for the needs of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him and the poor, and the fact that Allah's Messenger peace be upon him favored the people of As-Sufa and the widows in this matter. For when Fatima complained of suffering from grinding, and the handmill, and requested him to provide her with a slave girl from the booty. He did not give her a slave girl, but told her to ask for Allah's aid. Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him. Fatima, peace be upon her, complained of what she suffered from the handmill and from grinding. When she got the news that some slave girls of the booty had been brought to Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, she went to him to ask for a maidservant but she could not find him and told Aisha for her need. When the Prophet peace be upon him came, Aisha informed him of that. The Prophet peace be upon him came to our house when we had gone to our beds. On seeing the Prophet peace be upon him, we were going to get up, but he said, Keep at your places. I felt the coolness of the Prophet's feet on my chest. Then he said, Shall I tell you a thing which is better than what you ask me for? When you go to your beds, say Allahu Akbar. That is, Allah is the most great, for thirty-four times. And Alhamdulillah, that is, all the praises are for Allah, for thirty-three times. And Subhanallah, that is, glorified be Allah, for thirty-three times. This is better for you than what you have requested. Footnote Subhanallah means, glorified is Allah. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Verily, one-fifth of it is assigned to Allah and to the Messenger, peace be upon him. Qur'an, Chapter 8, Verse 41 It means that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had the authority of distributing it, that is, the fifth share. For Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, I am a distributor and a treasurer, and Allah is the giver. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah May Allah be pleased with them. A boy was born to one of our men, the Ansar, and he wanted to name him Muhammad. The Ansari man said, I took the boy to the Prophet, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, 
name your child by my name, but do not name them by my kunia, for I have been made qasim, that is, a distributor, to distribute the booty, etc., amongst you. The narrator, Hussein, said that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I have been sent as qasim, that is, distributor, to distribute things amongst you. The sub-narrator, Salim, said that he heard Jabir saying that the man wanted to name the boy Al-Qasim. But the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Call your sons by my name, but do not name them by my kunniya. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah al-Ansari, may Allah be pleased with them, a man amongst us begot a boy whom he named Al-Qasim. On that, the Ansar said to the man, We will never call you Abdul Qasim and will never please you with this blessed title. So he went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Allah's Messenger, I have begotten a boy whom I named Al-Qasim. And the Ansar said, We will never call you Abdul Qasim, nor will we please you with this title. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The Ansar have done well. Name by my name, but do not name by my kunniya, for I am Qasim. Footnote. Kunniya means calling a man a father of so-and-so or a woman mother of so-and-so, and this is a custom of Arabs. Narrated Mu'awiyah, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, If Allah wants to do good for somebody, He makes him comprehend the religion, that is, Islam, the understanding of the Qur'an and the Sunnah, legal ways of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and Allah is the giver, and I am Al-Qasim, that is, the distributor. And this Muslim nation will remain victorious over their opponents till Allah's order comes, and they will still be victorious. See Hadith 71. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Neither do I give you anything, nor withhold anything from you, but I am just a distributor, that is, Qasim, and I give as I am ordered by Allah. Narrated Khawla and Sariya, may Allah be pleased with him, I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, Some people spend Allah's wealth, that is, Muslims' wealth, in an unjust manner. Such people will be put in the hellfire on the day of resurrection. Chapter on the Statement of the Prophet, peace be upon him, Booty has been made legal for you Muslims. And the Statement of Allah, Allah has promised you abundant spoils that you will capture. Quran, chapter 48, verse 20. So the booty is for all the Muslim fighters who took part in the battle till Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, explained the details of those who deserved or not. See Fath al-Bari. Narrated Urwa al-Bariqi. May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Good will remain as a permanent quality in the forelog of Horus, meant for jihad as a source of rewards in the hereafter, and booty till the day of resurrection. Volume 4, Hadith number 2849, 2850, 2851, 2852. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, when Khusrau is ruined, there will be no Khusrau after him. And when Caesar is ruined, there will be no Caesar after him. By him in whose hands my soul is, you will spend their treasures in Allah's cause. Narrated Jabir bin Samura, 
May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, When Khosro is ruined, there will be no Khosro after him. And when Caesar is ruined, there will be no Caesar after him. By him in whose hands my soul is, you will spend their treasures in Allah's cause. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Booty has been made legal for me. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Allah guarantees him who strives in his cause, and whose motivation for going out is nothing but jihad in his cause, and belief in his words, Islamic monotheism, that he will admit him into paradise if martyred, or bring him back to his dwelling place whence he has come out with what he gains of reward or booty. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, A Prophet amongst the Prophets carried out a holy military expedition. So he said to his followers, Anyone who has married a woman and wants to consummate the marriage and has not done so yet should not accompany me. Nor should a man who has built a house but has not completed its roof, nor a man who has sheep or she-camels and is waiting for the birth of their young ones. So the Prophet carried out the expedition, and when he reached that town at the time or nearly at the time of the Salatul Asr, Asr prayer, he said to the son, O son, you are under Allah's order. O Allah, stop it. That is the sun from setting. It was stopped till Allah made him victorious. Then he collected the booty, and the fire came to burn it, but it did not burn it. He said to his men, Some of you have stolen something from the booty. So, one man from every tribe should give me the bayara, pledge, by shaking hands with me. They did so, and the hand of a man got stuck in the hand of their prophet. Then that prophet said to the man, The theft has been committed by your people. So, all the persons of your tribe should give me the bayara, pledge, by shaking hands with me. The hands of two or three men got stuck in the hand of their prophet, and he said, You have committed the theft. Then they brought a head of a gold, like the head of a cow, and put it there. And the fire came and consumed the booty. The Prophet, peace be upon him, added, Then Allah saw our weakness and disability, so he made booty legal for us. Footnote Regarding statement, but it did not burn the booty means, booty used to be burnt by a fire sent by Allah. Chapter on the war booty is for those who witness the battles. Narrated Aslam, Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, said, Were it not for those Muslims who had not come to existence yet, I would have distributed the land of every town I conquer among the fighters, as the Prophet, peace be upon him, distributed the land of Khaybar. Chapter on If somebody fights for the sake of booty, will his reward in the hereafter be reduced? Narrated Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, may Allah be pleased with him, a Bedouin asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, A man may fight for the sake of booty, and another may fight so that he may be mentioned by the people and a third may fight to show his position, that is, bravery. Which of these is regarded as fighting in Allah's cause? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, He who fights so that Allah's word, that is, La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and that is, Allah's religion of Islamic monotheism, should be superior 
is for Allah's cause. Chapter on the Imam distributes what war booty is presented before him and keeps aside the share of those who are not present or are absent at the time of distribution. Narrated Abdullah bin Abi Mulaika. Some silken cloaks with golden buttons were presented to the Prophet peace be upon him. He distributed them amongst his companions and kept one for Makhrama bin Naufal. Later on, Makhrama came along with his son Al-Miswar bin Makhrama and stood up at the gate and said to his son, Call him, that is, the Prophet peace be upon him, to me. The Prophet peace be upon him heard his voice, took a silken cloak and brought it to him, placing those golden buttons in front of him, saying, O Abul Miswar, I have kept this aside for you. O Abul Miswar, I have kept this aside for you. Makhrama was a bad-tempered man. Footnote This was the reason why the Prophet peace be upon him treated him gently and mercifully, and he always used to treat his companions in this manner. Chapter on how the Prophet peace be upon him distributed the properties of Bani Qurayza and Bani An-Nadhir, and how much he kept for his needs. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, people used to give some of their date palms to the Prophet peace be upon him as a gift, till he conquered Bani Qurayza and Bani An-Nadhir, whereupon he started returning their favors. Chapter on Blessed is the Wealth of a Living or a Dead Ghazi, that is, Muslim fighter, who fought along with the Prophet peace be upon him, or along with the ruler. Narrated Abdullah bin Az-Zubayr, when Az-Zubayr got up during the battle of Al-Jamal, he called me and I stood up beside him. And he said to me, O my son, today one will be killed either as an oppressor or as an oppressed one. I see that I will be killed as an oppressed one. My biggest worry is my debts. Do you think if we pay the debts, there will be something left for us from our money? Az-Zubayr added, O my son, Sell our property and pay my debts. Az-Zubayr then willed one-third of his property and willed one-third of that portion to his sons, namely, Abdullah's sons. He said, One-third of the one-third. If any property is left after the payment of the debts, one-third of the one-third of what is left is to be given to your sons. Hisham, a sub-narrator, added, some of the sons of Abdullah were equal in age to the sons of Az-Zubayr. For example, Khubayb and Abbad. Abdullah had nine sons and nine daughters at that time. The narrator, Abdullah, added, My father, Az-Zubayr, went on drawing my attention to his debt, saying, If you should fail to pay part of the debts, appeal to my master to help you. By Allah, I could not understand what he meant till I asked. O father, who is your master? He replied, Allah. Whenever I had any difficulty regarding his debts, I would say, O master of Az-Zubayr, pay his debts on his behalf, and Allah would help me to pay it. Az-Zubayr was martyred, leaving no dinar or dirham, but two pieces of land, one of which was called Al-Ghaba, and eleven houses in Al-Madina, two in Basra, one in Kufa, and one in Egypt. In fact, the source of the debt which was owed was the money people used to deposit with him, that if somebody brought some money to deposit with him, Azubayr would say, No, I won't keep it as a trust, but I take it as a debt, 
for I am afraid it might be lost. Az-Zubair was never appointed governor or collector of the tax of Kharaj or any other similar thing, but he collected his wealth from the war booty he gained. During the holy battles he took part in, in the company of the Prophet peace be upon him, Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman, may Allah be pleased with them, Abdullah bin Az-Zubair added, When I counted his debt, it turned to be two million and two hundred thousand. The sub-narrator added, Hakim bin Hizam met Abdullah bin Az-Zubair and asked, O oh my nephew, how much is the debt of my brother? Abdullah kept it as a secret and said, One hundred thousand. Hakim said, By Allah, I don't think your property will cover it. On that, Abdullah said to him, What if it is two million and two hundred thousand? Hakim said, I don't think you can pay it. So if you are unable to pay all of it, I will help you. Az-Zubair had already bought Al-Ghaba for 170,000. Abdullah sold it for 1,600,000. Then he called the people saying, Any person who has any money claim on Az-Zubair should come to us in Al-Ghaba. There came to him Abdullah bin Jarfil, whom Az-Zubair owed 400,000. He said to Abdullah bin Az-Zubair, if you wish, I will forgive you the debt. Abdullah bin Zubair said no. Then Ibn Jarfar said, If you wish, you can defer the payment, if you should defer the payment of any debt. Ibn Zubair said, No. Abdullah bin Jarfar said, Give me a piece of the land. Abdullah bin Zubair said to him, Yours is the land extending from this place to this place. So Abdullah bin Zubair sold some of the property, including the houses, and paid his debt perfectly, retaining four and a half shares from the land, that is, Al-Ghaba. He then went to Mu'adhiyah, while Amr bin Uthman, Al-Munzir bin Zubair, and Ibn Zamar were sitting with him. Mu'adhiyah asked, At what price have you appraised Al-Ghaba? He said, One hundred thousand for each share. Mu'adhiyah asked, How many shares have been left? Abdullah replied, Four and a half shares. Al-Munzir bin Az-Zubair said, I would like to buy one share for one hundred thousand. Amr bin Uthman said, I would like to buy one share for one hundred thousand. Ibn Zamar said, I would like to buy one share for one hundred thousand. Mu'aviyah said, How much is left now? Abdullah replied, One share and a half. Mu'aviyah said, I would like to buy it for one hundred and fifty thousand. Abdullah also sold his part to Mu'aviyah for 600,000. When Ibn Zubayr had paid all the debts, Az-Zubayr's son said to him, Distribute our inheritance among us. He said, No, by Allah, I will not distribute it among you till I announce in four successive Hajj seasons. Would those who have money claims on Az-Zubayr come so that we may pay them their debt? So he started to announce that in public in every Hajj season. And when four years had elapsed, he distributed the inheritance among the inheritors. Az-Zubayr had four wives, and after the one-third of his property was excluded, according to the will, each of his wives received one million and two hundred thousand. So the total amount of his property was fifty million and two hundred thousand. Chapter on If the Imam Sends Some Messengers to Carry Out a Certain Duty or Orders One to Stay at Home by virtue of which he does not join the battle. Will he be given a share from the booty? Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Uthman did not join the battle of Badr, because he was married to one of the daughters of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and she was ill. 
So the Prophet peace be upon him said to him, You will get a reward and a share from the war booty, similar to the reward and the share of one who has taken part in the battle of Badr. Chapter on the proof that the hummus is to be used for the needs of the Muslims is that when the people of the tribe of Hawazin appealed to the Prophet peace be upon him to give them back what he had gained from them as war booty, mentioning the fact that he had been nursed by one of their women. He, peace be upon him, asked the Muslims to give up their shares of the booty to them. The second proof is that the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to promise the people to give them from the fa, that is, booty gained without fight, and from the hummus, that is, one-fifth of war booty, as extra rewards. Another proof is what the Prophet, peace be upon him, gave the Ansar and what he gave to Jabir bin Abdullah from the dates of Khaybar. Narrated Marwan bin al-Hakim and Miswar bin Makhrama. When the Hawazin delegation came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, after they had embraced Islam and requested him to return their properties and war prisoners to them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, To me, the best talk is the truth, so you may choose either of two things, the war prisoners or the wealth, for I have delayed their distribution. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had waited for them for over ten days when he returned from Ta'if. So when those people came to know that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was not going to return to them except one of the two things, they said, We choose our war prisoners. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stood up amongst the Muslims, and after glorifying Allah as he deserved, he said, Now then, these brothers of yours have come to us with repentance, and I see it logical that I should return their captives to them. So whoever of you likes to do that as a favor, then he can do it. And whoever amongst you likes to stick to his share, let him give up his prisoners, and we will compensate him from the very first fa, that is, war booty received without fight, which Allah will give us. On that, all the people said, O Allah's Messenger, we have agreed willingly to do so. Return the captives. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to them, I do not know who amongst you has agreed to this and who has not. You should return and let your leaders inform me of your agreement. The people returned and their leaders spoke to them, and then came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and said, All the people have agreed willingly to do so, and have given the permission to return the war prisoners without compensation. Az-Zuhri, the sub-narrator, states, this is what he has been related to us about the captives of Hawazin. Narrated Zahdam, once we were in the house of Abu Musa, who presented a meal containing cooked chicken. A man from the tribe of Bani Taymillah, with red complexion as if from the Byzantine war prisoners, was also present. Abu Musa invited him to share the meal, but he apologized, saying, I saw chickens eating dirty things, and so I have had a strong aversion to eating them and have taken an oath that I will not eat chickens. Abu Musa said, Come along, I will tell you about this matter, that is, how to cancel one's oath. I went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the company of a group of al-Ashariyun, asked him to provide us with means of conveyance. He said, By Allah, I will not provide you with any means of conveyance, and I have nothing to make you ride on. Then some camels as booty were brought to Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, and he asked for us, saying, Where is the group of al-Shariyun? 
Then he ordered that we should be given five camels with white humps. When we set out, we said, What have we done? We will never be blessed with what we have been given. So we returned to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, We asked you to provide us with means of conveyance, but you took an oath that you would not provide us with any means of conveyance. Did you forget your oath when you gave us the camels? He replied, I have not provided you with means of conveyance, but Allah has provided you with it. And by Allah, if Allah will, if ever I take an oath to do something, and later on I find that it is more beneficial to do something different, I will do the thing which is better and give expiation from my oath. Narrated Nafir on the authority of Ibn Amr, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sent a Sariya, an army unit, towards Najd, and Abdullah bin Umar was in that Sariya. They gained a great number of camels as war booty. The share of each one of them was twelve or eleven camels, and they were also given an extra camel each. Footnote Sariya A small army unit sent by the Prophet, peace be upon him, for jihad, without his participation in it. Narrated Ibn Umar May Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to give extra share to some of the members of Sariya, an army unit he used to send, in addition to the shares they shared with the army in general. Narrated Abu Musa, may Allah be pleased with him, we got the news of the emigration of the Prophet, peace be upon him, while we were in Yemen. So we set out emigrating to him. We were, I and my two brothers, I being the youngest, and one of my brothers was Abu Burda, and the other was Abu Ruhm. We were over 50, or 53, or 52 men from our people. We got on board a ship, which took us to An-Najashi in Ethiopia. And there we found Jarfar bin Abi Talib and his companions with An-Najashi. Jarfar said to us, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, has sent us here, and ordered us to stay here. So you too stay with us. We stayed with him till we all left Ethiopia and met the Prophet at the time when he had conquered Khaybar. He gave us a share from his booty, or gave us from its booty. He gave only to those who had taken part in the Ghazwa with him, but he did not give any share to any person who had not participated in the conquest of Khaybar's except the people of our ship, along with Jarfil and his companions, whom he gave a share as he gave to the people of the ship. Narrated Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to me, If the property of Bahrain had come to us, I would have given you so much and so much. But the Bahrain property did not come till the Prophet, peace be upon him, had died. When the Bahrain property came, Abu Bakr ordered somebody to announce, Any person who has money claim on Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, or whom Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had promised something, should come to us. So I went to him and said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had promised to give me so much and so much. Abu Bakr scooped up money with both hands thrice for me. The sub-narrator Sufyan illustrated this action by scooping up with both hands and said, Ibn al-Munqadir, another sub-narrator, used to illustrate it in this way. Narrated Jabir, once I went to Abu Bakr and asked for the money, but he did not give me, and I went to him again but he did not give me. So I went to him for the third time and said, I asked you, but you did not give me. Then I asked you for the second time, and you did not give me. Then I asked you for the third time, 
but you did not give me. You should either give me or allow yourself to be considered a miser regarding my case. Abu Bakr said, You tell me that I am a miser with regard to you, but really, whenever I rejected your request, I had the inclination to give you. In another narration, Jabir added, So Abu Bakr scooped up money with both hands for me and asked me to count it. I found it that it was 500. Abu Bakr told me to take twice that amount, extra over the first amount. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, while Allah's messenger peace be upon him was distributing the booty at Al-Jarana, somebody said to him, Be just in your distribution. The Prophet peace be upon him replied, Verily, I would be miserable if I did not act justly. Chapter on the free emancipation of the captives by the Prophet peace be upon him without taking out the khumus from the booty. Narrated Jubair bin Muthrim. The Prophet peace be upon him talked about war prisoners of Badr, saying, Had Al-Muthrim bin Adi been alive and interceded with me for these mean and miserly people, I would have freed them for his sake. Chapter on the proof of the fact that khumus is for the imam, that is, ruler, and that he has the right to give thereof to some of his relatives to the exclusion of others. What the Prophet peace be upon him distributed to Bani al-Muttalib and Bani Hashim from the khumus of the Khaybar booty. Umar bin Abdul Aziz said, The Prophet peace be upon him did not give all of them, that is, his relatives, in general, and he did not give to a near relative if there was a needy relative of a remoter relation. He would give the latter because of what they complained to him about their needs and because of what they had suffered from these people, that is, Quraysh, and their allies for his sake. Narrated Jubair bin Muthrim, I and Uthman bin Affan went to Allah's Messenger peace be upon him and said, O Allah's Messenger, you have given to Bani al-Muttalib and left us, although they and we are of the same kinship to you. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, Bani Muttalib and Bani Hashim are one and the same. The Prophet peace be upon him did not give a share to Bani Abdis Shams and Bani Nawfal. Ibn Ishaq said, Abdis Shams and Hashim and Al-Muttalib were maternal brothers, and their mother was Atika bint Marra, and Nawfal was their paternal brother. Chapter on not taking the khumus from the spoils of a killed infidel. And he who kills an infidel will possess his belongings without giving the khumus. And what is the verdict of the Imam in this respect? Narrated Abdurrahman bin Auf, While I was standing in the row on the day of the Battle of Badr, I looked to my right and my left, and saw two young Ansari boys, and I wished if I were between some stronger men than they. One of them called my attention, saying, O oh, uncle, do you know Abu Jahl? I said, Yes. What do you want from him, O oh, my nephew? He said, I have been informed that he abuses Allah's messenger, peace be upon him. By him, in whose hands my soul is, if I should see him, then my body will not leave his body till either of us meet his death. I was astonished at that talk. Then the other boy called my attention, saying the same as the other had said. After a while, I saw Abu Jahl walking amongst the people. I said to the boys, Look, this is the man you asked me about. So both of them attacked him with their swords and struck him to death and returned to Allah's Messenger peace be upon him to inform him of that. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him asked, Which of you has killed him? Each of them said, I have killed him. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him asked, 
Have you cleaned your swords? They said, No. He then looked at their swords and said, No doubt, you both have killed him, and the spoils of the deceased will be given to Murad bin Amr bin al-Jamur. The two boys were Murad bin Afra and Murad bin Amr bin al-Jamur. Footnote. The Prophet peace be upon him noticed that the sword of Ibn al-Jamur had been driven deep in the body of the killed man. This hadith shows also that the ruler has the right to assign the spoils of the killed enemies to whomever he likes. Narrated Abu Khadada, may Allah be pleased with him, we set out in the company of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him on the day of the Battle of Hunayn. When we faced the enemy, the Muslims retreated, and I saw a mushrik throwing himself over a Muslim. I turned round and came upon him from behind, and hit him on his shoulder with the sword. He, that is, al-Mushrik, came towards me and seized me so violently that I felt as if it were death itself. But death overtook him, and he released me. I followed Umar ibn al-Khattab and asked him, What is wrong with the people fleeing? He replied, This is the will of Allah. After the people returned, the Prophet peace be upon him sat and said, Anyone who has killed an enemy and has a proof of that will possess his spoils. I got up and said, Who will be a witness for me? And then sat down. The Prophet peace be upon him again said, Anyone who has killed an enemy and has proof of that will possess his spoils. I again got up and said, Who will be a witness for me? And sat down. Then the Prophet peace be upon him said the same for the third time. I again got up, and Allah's Messenger peace be upon him said, O Abu Khadada, what is your story? Then I narrated the whole story to him. A man got up and said, O Allah's Messenger, he is speaking the truth, and the spoils of the killed man are with me. So please compensate him on my behalf. On that, Abu Bakr al-Siddiq said, No, by Allah, he, that is, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, will not agree to give you the spoils gained by one of Allah's lions, who fights on behalf of Allah and his Messenger. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Abu Bakr has spoken the truth. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gave the spoils to me. I sold that armor, that is, the spoils, and with its price I bought a garden at Bani Salima. And this was my first property, which I gained after my conversion to Islam. Footnote Al-Mushrik, a polytheist, pagan, idolater, disbeliever in the oneness of Allah, and the messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him. Chapter on what the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to give to those Muslims whose faith was not so firm, and to other Muslims from the Khumus or other resources. This has been said by Abdullah bin Zayd from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Urwa bin Az-Zubayr, Hakim bin Hizam, May Allah be pleased with him, said, I asked Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, for something, and he gave me. I asked him again, and he gave me, and said to me, O Hakim, this wealth is like green sweet, that is, fruit. If one takes it without greed, then one is blessed in it, and if one takes it with greediness, then one is not blessed in it, and will be like the one who eats without satisfaction. And an upper that is, giving hand is better than a lower, that is, taking hand. I said, O Allah's Messenger, by him who has sent you with the truth, I will not ask anyone for anything after you till I leave this world. So when Abu Bakr, during his caliphate, called Hakim to give him some money, Hakim refused to accept anything from him. 
Then Umar also called him during his caliphate in order to give him something. But Hakim refused to accept it. Whereupon Umar said, O Muslims, I give him, that is Hakim, his right which Allah has assigned to him from this fa, booty. But he refuses to take it. So Hakim never took anything from anybody after the Prophet peace be upon him till he died. Narrated Nafir, Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, said, O Allah's Messenger, I vowed to observe i'tikaf for one day during the pre-Islamic period. The Prophet peace be upon him ordered him to fulfill his vow. Umar gained two female captives from the war prisoners of Hunayn, and he left them in some of the houses at Mecca. When Allah's Messenger peace be upon him freed the captives of Hunayn without ransom, they came out walking in the streets. Umar said to his son, O Abdullah, see what is the matter. Abdullah replied, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him has freed the captives without ransom. He said to him, Go and set free those two slave girls. Nafir added, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him did not perform the Umrah from Al-Jarana, and if he had performed the Umrah, it would not have been hidden from Abdullah. Narrated Amr bin Taghlib, May Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him gave gifts to some people to the exclusion of some others. The latter seemed to be displeased by that. The Prophet peace be upon him said, I give to some people, lest they should deviate from true faith or lose patience. While I do not give to others because of the goodness and contentment which Allah has put in their hearts, and Amr bin Talib is amongst them. Amr bin Talib said, The statement of Allah's Messenger peace be upon him is dearer to me than red camels. Narrated Al-Hasan, Amr bin Talib told us that Allah's Messenger peace be upon him got some property or some war prisoners, and he distributed them in the above way, that is, giving to some people to the exclusion of others. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him said, I give to Quraysh people in order to attract their hearts and let them adhere to Islam, for they are near to their life of ignorance. That is, they have recently embraced Islam, and it is still not strong in their hearts. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, when Allah bestowed his messenger peace be upon him with the properties of Hawazin tribe as Fa, booty, he started distributing to some Qurayshi men, even up to 100 camels each. Whereupon, some Ansari men said about Allah's messenger peace be upon him, May Allah forgive his messenger. He is giving to men of Quraysh and leaves us, in spite of the fact that our swords are still dropping blood of the infidels. When Allah's messenger peace be upon him was informed of what they had said, he called the Ansar and gathered them in a leather tent and did not call anybody else along with them. When they gathered, Allah's messenger peace be upon him came to them and said, What is the statement which I have been informed and that which you have said. The learned ones among them replied, O Allah's Messenger, the wise ones amongst us did not say anything. But the youngsters amongst us said, May Allah forgive his Messenger. He gives the Quraysh and leaves the Ansar in spite of the fact that our swords are still dropping blood of the infidels. Allah's Messenger peace be upon him replied, I give to such people as are still close to the period of infidelity. That is, they have recently embraced Islam and faith is still weak in their hearts. Won't you be pleased to see people go with wealth, while you return with Allah's Messenger peace be upon him to your houses? By Allah, 
What you will return with is better than what they are returning with. The Ansar replied, Yes, O Allah's Messenger, we are satisfied. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to them, You will find after me others being preferred to you. Then be patient till you meet Allah and meet his Messenger, peace be upon him, at Al-Hawth Al-Kawthar. Anas added, But we did not remain patient. Narrated Jubair bin Murthim that while he was with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, who was accompanied by the people on their way back from Hunayn, the Bedouins started begging things of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, so much so that they forced him to go under a Samura tree where his rida, upper half-body cover garment, was snatched away. On that, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stood up and said to them, Return my rida to me. If I had as many camels as these trees, I would have distributed them amongst you, and you will not find me a miser or a liar or a coward. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, while I was walking with the Prophet, peace be upon him, who was wearing a Najrani burd, outer garment with a thick hem, a Bedouin came upon the Prophet, peace be upon him, and pulled his garment so violently that I could recognize the impress of the hem of the garment on his shoulder, caused by the violence of his pull. Then the Bedouin said, Order for me something from Allah's wealth which you have. The Prophet, peace be upon him, turned to him and smiled, and ordered that a gift be given to him. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. On the day of the battle of Hunayn, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, favored some people in the distribution of the booty, to the exclusion of others. He gave Al-Aqra bin Habis 100 camels, and he gave Uayna the same amount, and also gave to some of the eminent Arabs, giving them preference in this regard. Then a person came and said, By Allah, in this distribution justice has not been observed, nor has Allah's pleasure been aimed at. I said to him, By Allah, I will inform the Prophet, peace be upon him, of what you have said. I went and informed him, and he said, if Allah and His Messenger did not act justly, who else would act justly? May Allah be merciful to Musa, Moses, for he was harmed with more than this, yet he kept patient. Narrated Asma bin Abi Bakr, may Allah be pleased with them, I used to carry the date stones on my head from the land of Az-Zubayr, which Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had given to him, and it was at a distance of two-third of a farsakh from my house. Narrated Hisham's father, the Prophet, peace be upon him, gave Al-Zubayr a piece of land from the property of Bani al-Nadir, gained as war booty. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Umar ibn al-Khattab expelled all the Jews and Christians from the land of Hijaz. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, after conquering Khaybar, thought of expelling the Jews from the land, which after he conquered it, belonged to Allah, Allah's Messenger, and the Muslims. But the Jews requested Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, to leave them there on the condition that they would do the labor and get half of the fruits the land would yield. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, We shall keep you on these terms as long as we wish. Thus, they stayed till the time of Umar's Caliphate, when he expelled them to Dayma and Ariha. Chapter on the Food Gained as War Booty in the Battlefield Narrated Abdullah bin Mughaffal, may Allah be pleased with him, while we were besieging the fort of Khaybar, a person threw a leather container containing fat, and I ran to take it. But when I turned, I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, standing behind, so I felt embarrassed in front of him. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, in our holy battles, 
we used to get honey and grapes as war booty, which we would eat and would not store. Narrated Ibn Abi Aufa, may Allah be pleased with them, we were afflicted with hunger during the besiege of Khaybur, and when it was the day of the battle of Khaybur, we slaughtered the donkeys. And when the pots got boiling with their meat, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, made an announcement that all the pots should be upset and that nobody should eat anything of the meat of the donkeys. We thought that the Prophet, peace be upon him, prohibited that because the hummus had not been taken out of the booty, that is, donkeys. Other people said, he prohibited eating them forever. The sub-narrator added, I asked Sa'id bin Jubayr, who said, he, peace be upon him, has made the eating of donkey's meat illegal forever.